Good morning. It's Wednesday, it's May 5th, and we're going to be looking at the Gospel of John, the 15th chapter 9, verses 9 to 17, and this is day three of our looking at this, this text, and it's, our, it's also going to be our Gospel reading and sermon text for this coming Sunday. So, I want you to think back to, to Good Friday, and it was, it was those moments on the cross that it had to be. There was no other way for mankind to be saved but in those moments on the cross. It would take the life of God's one and only Son. It would take those moments of separation to atone for the sins of every generation that ever, ever lived. Every generation that would live. So God let go of his son. Remember, remember, that's how we ended yesterday. God let go of his son. Not because he stopped loving him, but because it had to be. <coughs> Excuse me. So did Jesus know that? And, and, and the answer to that, of course he did. He also knew what he had to be. He also never lost sight of his father's love. His first words on the cross were, Father, forgive them. His last words on the cross were, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. God's son never, ever stopped showing that he was confident of his heavenly father's love. Do you really realize that the necessity for which God made his son suffer was you and me? Did you realize that? I don't know if we can say that that God, for that moment at least, loved us more than his own son. I don't know if we can say that for that moment, God loved us as much as his own son. But I know we can say with confidence that God, who did not spare his own son because of the necessity of saving us, certainly has loved us from eternity and will love us to eternity. And I surely know that I can say that Jesus, who says that he loved us as his heavenly father loved him, loved us more than his own life. Now remain in my love, Jesus said. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my father's commands and remained in his love. I have told you, Jesus says, this is so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love is no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. And Jesus then says, you are my friends if you do what I command. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. That is how we know God loves us. Because God the Son laid down his life for you and me. But not only you and me. He laid down his life for everyone. Do people see Jesus in your face because they see confidence you have God's love as a child of God? When we suffer hardship, we can say, I know whatever happens to me, God still loves me. He can never stop loving me. When we, we are soon to go to heaven, we can say, I know that Jesus will be waiting for me. And I have no fear. When we are worried about something, we can still say, 
but I know God is watching over me and I am safe in his hands. What a wonderful testimony we can give for our Savior by showing such confidence, such confidence in God's love. Those who have experienced great love are capable of great love. It isn't always easy for people to see our faith because our faith is in our hearts, isn't it? It is easy for people to see the love which is reflected from God's heart and through our lives. Can people see Jesus in your face? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, forgive me. Forgive me for the times that people look at me and only see me. I give praise and I give thanksgiving for all the times people look at me and see you. Amen. Your thought for the day. Can people see Jesus in your face? Can your family see Jesus in your face? Can your friends see Jesus in your face? Can your neighbors see Jesus in your face? Can your coworkers and your classmates see Jesus in your face? Can your enemies, those you don't like, see Jesus in your face? Go in peace, serve the Lord, bless someone today. Let them see Jesus in your face. God bless. See you tomorrow.